Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. This is Ram, and this is Source Materia. I'm making this for those of you who want me to make music or maybe write a book or want me to do something creatively because you like the way that I put my words together. I decided to do it in this format because this seems to be the format that's most productive. This is the one that's most easily digested. In the words of a friend of mine, I'm going to tell you guys what you want because I know what you want and that's not, hey, you just want to hear me rapping over a beat that one of our other friends made. You just want the source, what I'm thinking about when I write those things down, when I walk into a room and how I communicate with people. You really just want that in a very concentrated way, repeatedly, but I don't have the urge to make music anymore I have not finished writing my book yet so until further notice this is what you got reading off a list here little itinerary ah yes in the case of my untimely demise with the very first episode of this I would like to let you know the reasons why, in the case that you hold me dear, why you hold me dear, coming from my perspective. Of course, that would be everything that makes me me. Everything that I've been through, um not saying that my memory is better than anybody else's but one of my mantras is definitely always remember to never forget and in that I've just learned a lot of lessons um, but we're just going to start here with my core beliefs as of right now August 9th Friday 11:30 p.m. Right now, I do believe in God. I believe there is a one God, one truth, and one freedom. Father, of course, that would be the source. Creator the mother, the source. I don't think God deals with gender like that, personally. We're in a male-dominated society. So, uh, we've been taught to say he, but that's not uh, what we're going to dive into right now. We're going to dive into the fact 
that I do believe in God, um, Savior being the truth, the word giver, um, anybody can be a messenger of most high. I think the thing that would stop someone from being that would be fear. One freedom. Hopefully I live long enough to uh, finish a book on that subject matter. One of the things that um, my brother, my brother Kyle, he often says is I have a way about me. And I think that way stems from me having a lot of near-death experiences. Um, just situations where, you know, like I just, I should have died. And then for some reason, everything was all right. But the uh, the two times that my heart did stop beating on this earth, along with a third experience, um, after I broke up with a young woman I was dating with the last name Smith have molded me to be the man that you know and love or hate today, for I do not think there is an in-between with me like that. The first would be, or rather the second, I always like to start with the second, would be, uh, I was over a friend of mine's house. She was over off of uh, Rock Bridge Road. And, uh, I wasn't smoking weed at the time, but there was this stuff going around called Spice. You could buy it at like a gas station. And people were like hitting it twice, ended up in a hospital. I think a couple people died. It's like this rampant thing, but people were like getting really addicted to it. And some people were going as far as like, okay, uh, I'm speaking on Georgia, my life in Georgia. Hey, let's drive to Alabama. Let's get it, bring it back. And the packaging was really weird. I knew a couple of people who smoked it. But anyway, go over uh, to this young lady's house. It's a group of us. I'm not smoking weed at the time. But I said, hey, like I've heard about this. I've heard it's kind of akin to peyote, like the Native American peyote. So I would like to try it, see what happens. My man IB says, okay, this is the weed blunt. This is the spice blunt. Pass the weed blunt. I get the spice blunt. Pass it. Doesn't really taste like anything. Smells like flowers. Like just like potpourri. 
because that's what they marketed it as. Like the packaging was like, do not inhale, you could die, blah, 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 X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three. But we don't give a fuck about that, right? Because we want to see the possibilities. Cool. I don't feel anything. There's no like lasting taste so it is there's no way at least for my tongue and taste buds at that time there is no way for me to gauge where i am comes around again hit it (sighs) yes that is how i inhale anything that i smoke (laughs) quite harshly I don't think that had anything to do with what I saw and experienced. All right, cool. Now I can feel it coming on. My sense of time gets very distorted. I've never blacked out from drinking alcohol. That's not good to me because I've like... I've had those, oh, damn, I'm vomiting my soul. My soul does not agree with this cheap liquor. Because the expensive shit never does that, right? It's always the cheap shit. My body is not agreeing with this cheap liquor or this very extreme mix of beer, wine, and liquor. My body ain't fucking with it. But I feel... All of that. So this is the only substance I've put into my body that altered my sense of time. Moving on. Okay, I start to feel it. I'm sitting in uh, this young lady's garage. There's a circle of my friends. Only one of them is keeping me sane because the rest of them are looking at some video on a phone and like my homeboy Ariel he's literally just like repeating the same comment over to this video and everybody is perfectly still so I tilt tilt my head to the right or excuse me turn my head to the right I see them and they are just like it feel, it's starting to feel like a loop. But to the left, I look to the left. My man, Louise, shout out to Louise. He lets me know, okay, time is moving forward. You're just experiencing what you're experiencing. Time is clearly distorted, but Louise is letting me know that my perception of time is that time is still moving forward. Excellent. Now... It intensifies as I'm drinking my Jack Daniels mixed with some sort of orange soda. I don't remember what kind. Now, um, I have like short blackout spaces. So, But when people describe blacking out to me, they just say like, hey, like my sense of perception was gone. Well, no, it's like I have gaps missing. It's like if you were, uh, for my like 
producer, music heads, if you've ever recorded yourself and then like somebody walk in on you, but you like kept recording it, but you're like, damn, that take was perfect. And I ain't, I ain't doing this take again. So you just quiet out that space in your vocal recording because the mic picked it up. So from the end of you spitting that hot verse, blank, whatever happened, the person perceiving it, hearing it, has no idea that that happened. It did, but they don't have any idea that that happened from their perspective. That's how I experienced that moment. First, they were like quick. It was like, skip, 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 skip. Still in the garage. fade out I'm standing in the kitchen I don't know why I don't have a cup in my hand I'm not reaching for anything like the fridge door isn't open none of the cabinets are open like the sink water's not running like literally I do not know why I'm in the kitchen cool to quote the infamous Dave Chappelle you're on drugs. This is what drugs do. I turn around. I walk back to the garage. I sit down. I still don't know why I walk to the kitchen because nobody has said anything to me. Nobody's like, hey, you didn't bring me back my soda or my water. Nobody's saying anything. So, all right, cool. Now, these time skips are rapidly intensifying. I let my friends know, like, hey, like, I'm not okay. And then uh, the last thing I remember is I stood up and I put my hands, both of my arms, straight up into the air. If you're asking why, it's because if you look at a VCR, the symbol for pause is two straight lines up in the air. And I wanted this feeling to stop. <laughs> but it didn't, so I black out. But it wasn't just like how like the skips were. I black out like... I see the darkest darkness that I have ever seen. This was not my first experience um, out of body, I guess would be the best way to say it in a language, out of body. That was not the first out of body experience that I encountered but I was very aware that I was not attached to my flesh. I did not care about my flesh. It has been said that uh, 
you perceive time differently in other realms. So I cannot tell you a distinct amount of time for how long I was out, quote unquote. But it was the darkest dark that I have ever seen. And I felt so alone. I did not see a white tunnel. I did not see an ancestor of mine. Living or dead. But I saw the darkness. I saw the blackness in its entirety and I was of it. I do not know why I opened my eyes. My friends are all staring down at me. I am laying on the couch in the living room. Farah says, We thought you were dead. You were turning pale. Someone told me that they checked my pulse and there was none. But when I awoke, they let me know that if I didn't get up, and I had gone from my body, they would not have known what to do. I told them, you should have thrown my body in the woods or drove me somewhere and abandoned me and forever kept the secret. I didn't say it that like ill and like Stephen King like at that time. I was like, y'all should have just dumped me somewhere, bro. Because realistically, they all just would have went to jail that's that's what would happen though they didn't force me especially the way the news was spinning like spice at that time they just would have went to jail some very well melanated individuals just would have went to jail but Thankfully, that's not what happened. And I woke up. My heart is like I can't do quick movements. Like clearly, like I cannot do quick movements. It hurts to walk. Like my heart is like the weakest, frailest, stinging. It is ever felt and when I was younger much much younger most people don't believe this because I weigh about 132 pounds soaking wet it's lean muscle though lean and mean strong and long hello but um 
I was very obese when I was younger and I used to have mild heart attacks. But I've never felt my heart in pain as it was in that moment before or since that moment. Though one just came to mind during an equally as mystic experience. I'll probably talk about that later. In the case that I survive this boat ride that I'm about to go on. Pardon me, no edits, no cuts, just me. Just a note to anybody. Like, if you call while I'm recording, I'll first I'll let you know that I'm recording. But I'm not just going to put you in a recording for everybody to hear. Unless you're fine with that. In which case, uh, well, I mean, it's only a couple people who call me enough that they would call while I'm recording. So the rest of y'all don't have to worry about this. Anyway. A group of my peers told me that my heart stopped. That was the second time that uh that happened to me. Now the first time that happened to me, I always say after I talk about the second experience because I didn't have a frame of reference. I didn't have a point of reference to truly describe what happened the first time. Now, the first time I was uh, I was thinking about going to this like Bible college, right? And they had a um like a three day orientation. Man, it was like it was excellent. It was excellent. So I feel like the Bible is holy scripture. I feel like there are other holy scriptures as well. Here nor there at this, at, for this story, here nor there. I was practicing Christianity. Um, I've been doing so for maybe like two or three years. Like I grew up in the church. Like my mom made me write down Bible scriptures. I didn't go to like a Bible school. I went to public school my entire like K through 12 I went to just like a normal, like, well, my high school wasn't normal. <laughs> my high school wasn't normal, but K through middle school, just a standard school. Like, I never went to a Bible school, Bible college or anything. But my mom is making me write down scriptures that I read 
and explain them. Hey, uh, you need to explain this in the context of what's around it. And also, if you just took this out and looked at it individually, because it can have different meaning. And in hindsight, she was trying to arm me to be able to say, well, hey, you took this out of context. She wanted me to be able to be mentally strong enough to say, no, 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 fuck you. That's not what the Bible says. Which is cool. But I'm at this Bible college. I've been, a, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like in a, in a, well, I was a teenager, I think. What year was 09, 10 years ago? Yeah, I'm still a teen. I'm still a teenager. Think about going to this Bible college. Oh, yeah, because I'm graduating high school. And I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> right? So I'm at this Bible college. Um, you know, like I'm, man, like I'm a, our youth pastor, Jeannie Mayo, like I'm getting her, but I'm getting her in like a different, well, it's, she's the same everywhere. So it's not a different light, but maybe, a maybe a bit stronger capacity, because at the time I was very into, um, man, not like I was just out here fighting. I was very into fighting, but like, uh, like martial arts, um, like, uh, it man was like excellent, fearless, Jet Lee, um, Tony Jaa, the protector. Oh my goodness, my people are going to slaughter me if they ever decide to hear this, but I do not remember. Donnie Yen. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God as she exists that I remember Donnie Yen's name. Wow. Donnie Yen, it man. I did not see the one with Mike Tyson so that I could preserve the image I had for Donnie Yen as Ip Man. Excuse me, as Donnie Yen portraying Ip Man. It could have been an excellent movie, though. But I'll never know. <laughs> but I'm seeing her in a different capacity because it's like, um, oh my gosh. I don't know what boxing movie this was. I never saw the movie, but she is paralleling like the final, the final, like throughout this, there have been like uh, services. So it's like, oh, okay, well, this is a day in the life. I've been talking with some of these like kids who went there already. So it was like a light day in the life, but me and them know that, but we ain't telling the people that. We ain't telling the other people that, right? But it is, it is a, tr it was a true glimpse. They didn't lie. That there was a true glimpse. So boom, all right, bet. Hello, train. I hope y'all can hear it. I hear this train so much. It's amazing. 
because there's always so much movement happening around you. And if you focus on what you can't control, you'll become so anxious that you will shake to the core of your souls and every portal on your body will be tainted with fear. And that's pretty much why you should focus on the things that you can control. Anyhow, okay, so, um, yeah, but I'm getting her in a very, I'm getting Miss Mayo. R.I.P. Sam Mayo. Because um, I was going to say Mrs., but Miss is correct. For... He is no longer with us. He is in a much better place. Now, uh, we are getting all of because it's not just me. She is speaking to me individually, but of course there is a group around me. But I'm getting her. We are getting her in like a very good capacity, man. And she is relating like her key points with this 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 movie, this boxing movie, and it is, I am on fire inside. And there have been times when, like, uh, somebody speaking, motivationally speaking, of course, preaching, uh, whatever you want to say it is, man. There have been sometimes people can stare at me. Now, I don't get up. I'm not a Oh, my God, keep going. Amen. I don't attend church anyway anymore. But I was never one of the song and dance show. Everything that's going on me is internal. Now, my face may be, may be looking like a, I just heard a hard bar. You know what I'm saying? But I'm getting her in the light. I'm feeling it. My man Jay is staring at me. Which is fine. Because I... I feel, I feel, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of my aura back then, but yeah, people are, uh, people are feeling it around me as well, man, she gets me, so I'm like pumped, I'm like, she relating to me. This is not disrespectful, but picture it. An older white woman. Now, I'm not tall, but an, an older, short, white woman. She's like literally my grandmother's age. No, 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 no. She's not that old. No, she's not that old. It hasn't been that long, has it? She's probably in her 70s. Like early 70s. There's no way she's as old as my grandmother. Ha! <laughs> Anywho, but this old, short, white lady is like relating to me 
and she's making it plain for me. The word of God to a young, black, Brooklyn-born, Georgia-raised young man. Urban young man. Wu-Tang, Jedi mind tricks. Swear on the Bible and then lie to Ecclesiastes. Before the devil knows you dead, you should call Christ. Urban. Rap. Rappity rap rap. This older white lady who is not trying to hide who she is or fake it. Fake anything. She ain't trying to bake you with, oh, you like rap music. No, she ain't doing none of that. She is relating to me, making it plain, excellently. She's a movie watcher, and I'm a movie watcher. And I found out that's how we were vibing so well. Movie watcher. Bet. So. Man, I'm getting this in a good, I'm getting her in a good capacity. All right, now. Uh, I think they planned it so that, like, the normal church was also in attendance of this small group. No, 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 no. No, they didn't. Um, my normal church, like, uh, my youth group, like, we were divided into a, we were divided into small groups. My small group scheduled a hangout right after that service. So I'm like, I'm lit up internally. Internally, I'm lit up. I'm thinking about, I'm like, I'm breaking down. I mean, I guess I've been breaking down scripture my whole life. Not like I, I don't have any degrees in anything Bible related. But I'm just like breaking down like, oh my God, this is amazing. Wow, X, Y, Z is A, B, C, 1, 2, 3, E equals M, C squared, math, fuck, this is great. And we having like a Bible study, uh, we get on the subject of baptism. Now, um, I just explain how, I mean, there's probably like some ancient I think there's power in ancient tradition but there's you know I don't think it's more so about the fact that you are being put under water that may have been prayed over deemed holy I don't think that has anything to do with it I think it is your outward act of what is happening or honestly what has already happened inside you it is just you outwardly saying to a group of your peers, even if it is just the the Baptist, as it were, hey, I profess this publicly. I can't hide this any longer. What is within is being made known without.
that didn't make sense. That's just sounding nice as fuck, though. <laughs> but what is happening within you is made, made seen, revealed. I explain how, you know, it is that outward, it is that outward declaration inside. When you make a decision inside, that's one thing. When you act on it, it makes it more real. To me, it makes it real. I can tell her, hey, I love you so much. But when I show her, ooh, that just makes it a bit more intense. We talk about baptism. Somebody then says, I'm like leading this conversation. It's pretty much between me. Uh, so it's like all of the. Uh, mm. So, OK, there were the people who were attending the Bible college. They were hosting us who were prospects. Right. They were hosting the prospects now. We're being hosted. Okay, so everybody who was just a host. So we all went through this together. Me and my, the other leaders, other leaders of this small group, right? Me, my, my fellow leaders, we all went through this. We sat through these sermons for these three days. Boom. We talking about baptism. It's pretty much just me and my peers talking. The other kids are there because they're my age. I'm a kid. I was a kid, too. But I was taking my spiritual growth a bit more seriously. Maybe a lot more seriously. But I cannot judge, and nor should you judge, another person's spiritual growth. But I'm taking this a lot serious. Like, a lot, lot serious. Excellent. Somebody asks if I've ever been baptized. I say no. My man Brady Neese, uh, we could we could do that. Like word. Like we could do it. Yeah. Like you've never been baptized ever. Like somebody asked that because I I think I let them know like you know like I've been in churches but like I just never. I just never did that. So like they it was like, okay, because it's like a lot of my like the fellow leaders, like the those who attended um, like the Bible college. I mean, they grew up in church like a lot of them grew up in church their whole lives. They went to like a Christian high school, like a Christian private school. And not that that's not all of their stories. They're not just they're not wasps, not like they're not all like wasps, you know what I'm saying? But. A couple of them, that was their story. So it's like, man, like you never got baptized? Because we, we can relate in that, you know, just grew up in a church, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Oh, damn. <laughs> of course they didn't say, oh, damn. But there is a, oh, word. Like you didn't, okay. Well, Brady's like, well, we can make that happen. I say, okay. We keep going. Brady looking down. 
man, I could tell he had that he had that feeling in him, had that feeling in his chest. His sinuses was, man, his sinuses was open. Felt led to say it. He was like, I'm serious. And I was like, I am too. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. There's a fountain outside in the church. I, uh, I mean, I had clothes because somebody was like, man, what about the clothes? I was like, I've been here for three days. I got clothes in my bag. <laughs> Cleared it up later that I wasn't homeless. A lot of people thought I was homeless at that church. I could see how that narrative was painted. Anyway, that's whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, I get baptized in the fountain. Brady's there. My knees are in the water. It tells me, don't let go. Romel, everybody's watching, but it's not about that. It was, whoa, man, thinking about it, it brings tears to my eyes. Though I do not uh, label myself as Christian, that moment forever changed me. Romel, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He puts me down into the water. My head tilts back. I trust him. I hit the water. I am gone from my body. I am gone from my body. I am very aware of the very second that my body was fully submerged. Don't. Because that didn't know. Now it didn't hurt. But that is when I died the first time. There are other scriptures, not biblical at all in nature, but this is the first episode and I don't want to get too deep. Just imagine, this is me scratching the surface. <laughs> Man, I hope I make it back from this boat ride. This is just me scratching the surface. But there are other religions, there are other books that speak on you having to die. But not the conventional death. If you wish to dwell with the true God. In fact, um, the author of a certain tablets said that, uh, as I said earlier, as I put it earlier, the secret, the most secret secret he had was there is one God, one truth, one freedom. Quote, if you wish to enter the gates of heaven, it would be best. 
<laughs> it would be best for you to be 100% clean. For if you attempt to enter the gates of heaven and you are not 100% clean, solid, whatever you want to say. Bro says, continue quote, it would be better that you cast yourself into the lake of fire yourself. To clarify, someone who has been named a demon said, and I quote, one God, one truth, one freedom. If you went, if you wish, excuse me, if you wish to enter the gates of heaven, you better be 100 percent all the way aligned with God, because if not, you should just jump in the fire yourself instead of thinking you're going to be with God. I'm in the water. All that information I got later, I didn't know any of that. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, what has been done inward, I would like to be outward. I'm in the water. I am surrounded by light. I am not in my body. I am not in my body. Mm. Light. I could not pinpoint the source. It was not artificial. I was baptized at night. So if you're thinking I just saw like a random light, that ain't what happened, Captain. <laughs> that ain't what happened at all, dog. Boom. Man, this is outstanding. I don't care about everything that's going on around me. I can't feel my body. I'm not there. Man, if I could just be there forever. That would be outstanding. My man takes me out that water. I didn't cough up water. I didn't almost drown. No, 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 no. <gasps> Come about the water. Bro, I needed air. Because I wasn't. <gasps> New life was there, bro. <gasps> Man. And a strange picture. Don't know why. Man, everybody is clapping. I tilt my head back. I put my arms straight out. Man, 
this is amazing. This is amazing. Like, this is great. Like, this is great. Then everybody is like, you're glowing. And I'm just like, okay. Ashley Jones asked me, what did I see? I didn't answer her. Hi, Ashley. This person who you wanted to work out with as of right now, August 10th, 1215, that I am aware of, man, I hope it works out. Man, I hope it works out for sure. For sure, for sure. But that was the first time that I died. I'm defining death as my heart stopping and I am no longer in my body. Now, the third incident. Mm. That I was molded by the reason why I walk and talk the way I do. Why I have a weird presence. One of the other things. Well, not one of the other. This third defining thing that definitely molded me as well. I was dating this pastor. And she was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I was far too trash, far too toxic. I was far too trash, far too toxic we'll leave that there for now but I'm dating her um she's I used to be able like it was like a 30 minute walk I used to walk everywhere back then but it was like a 30 minute walk from um she has some roommates in like their apartment, like I could, I mean like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on my pace, <laughs> that's a wild range for walking, 30 minutes to an hour, just depends on how I'm feeling, but man, she was like solid, no sex before marriage, <laughs> no sexual touching, and you know, we had been dating for a little minute. We had already had a friend trip. A friend, we had already had a friend trip. No, uh, we had a friendship. So it's not like I was just like, oh, hey, you want to date? And it was a stranger. But I asked her, you know, like, hey, you know, like uh, we're standing outside because I couldn't spend the night at her apartment or anything. 
And then I, um, yeah, I just, because we had had our first kiss and I'm just, I was just like asking, I was like, man, like, you know, like, tox, so, so, in such a toxic manner, man, in such a toxic manner, I was literally just like, well, you know, I'm a dude, you a chick, we together, so... I mean, this is like normal. It's supposed to be like normal, natural. I wasn't even thinking about sex. I was still a virgin at that time. But, you know, it was pride. I definitely feel like it was my male ego thriving, <laughs> throbbing and thriving. No, uh, my male ego thriving and throbbing, young, dumb, filled with so much cum. Man, and she hit me with the note. Man, I tried to go in smoothly. Man, it was like, doom. It's like a force. She put out a force field with that hand. She was like, doom. And I defeated. She nicely said, good night. I proceeded to walk my ass home. And I wasn't aware that I had that pride. I'm not just like walking, like I don't text or anything when I'm walking. When I'm walking, I don't know what time it is. It's probably like, it's like 12 a.m. probably. Something like that. Like it's, it's dark outside. That's all I know. It's dark outside. But I was straight. <laughs> I was straight. So, like, yeah, like, I'm walking. Like, I've made this walk hella times. Yeah. I'm walking, though. I'm walking. I get home. And I had been thinking this, like, I was like, man, like. Like, my pride. By such a small gesture, to be honest with you, like, she like. It was very life-changing, and it was very thought-provoking. But really, it shouldn't have been. Not because I didn't love her, because I truly did. Thought I was toxic and trash, because all men are trash. That is not a joke. All men are trash. But... I was just like, you know... Man, I am really placing my self-worth in my sexual activity. Once again, I'm not even thinking about sex. I'm just thinking about, you know, romantically embracing this woman. And I'm like, damn. 
I'm not cursing and work myself through things at this time. But I'm like, damn, like, like your boy is really, damn. After everything that I've been through, the first and the second, so much other stuff and so much other stuff that was to come, I was still tying my self-worth to something that doesn't even matter. On a woman's want to say yes, I needed her to say yes to me. And she didn't. And I was tying my self-worth to it. And I realized it. I realized my ego was fucked up. So I get home. I lay down. I'm crying. Key point. Before this moment, I am at my homie, uh, my homie Kenneth Church. Shout out to Kenneth. Standing outside with Marty, I, at this time, had not been, as they put, filled with the Holy Spirit. We pray, Kenneth behind me. I ain't no faker, Holmes. Anytime somebody then says something about the, the Holy Spirit is filling this place, some people falling out, some people like crying, laughing hysterically. I, I just never experienced that personally. But I'm like, okay, based on what I've read, for me to get all God has for me, I, I have to go through this. So I want to go through this. Why haven't I gone through this? Because I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in. So this particular night, of course, prior to the story I'm telling you, I'm, um, yeah, I'm at Kenneth's, I'm at Kenneth's church, pastor, shout out to Marty, Marty is outside, it's this old guy from Boston, Kenneth stand behind me, he ready to catch me, Marty pray, man, he wants me to be filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit, that it would spew from my belly, I'm ready. I want it. He finishes. Nothing happened. He looked at me. Do you really want it? I said, yeah. Do you really believe? Well, he didn't ask me if I really believe. I thought he was going to ask that, but he was like, do you really want it? I was like, yeah. He was like, it's, it's just not time yet then. That is the furthest thing from my mind for a while. I don't think about attaining the Holy Spirit. Not like I don't believe people, but it's like, well, I just don't know. Because I'm being told good things about myself. And, yeah. Motherfuckers have been telling me I walk on water for quite some time. I don't. (laughs) 
in case I needed to say that. I don't. But, um, your boy was just like, man, it didn't happen. Okay. Fast forward this night. I get home. I am thinking so much about my ego and what I'm tying my worth to as not even as a man, just as a person, what I am tying my worth to. And I am so sad. I understand it. I'm glad she didn't kiss me. But I am sobbing, weeping. And that was just a nice pastor girlfriend saying no to me. It wasn't me getting cheated on quite quickly uh, at the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> it wasn't a, uh, a young lady leveraging things that she could provide for herself. We won't go here yet. <laughs> we won't go there yet. But it was nothing toxic, hurtful. But I am weeping. I am crying. And I lay down on my floor. Weeping. Crying. Man. And I'm thinking about what I'm tying that worth to as a person and I'm thinking like God like I've been tripping like I'm sorry I didn't even apologize it was just like a like yo like I I get it I get it ego if because if I have ego in this I have it somewhere else if I have it somewhere else it's definitely around the fucking corner as well it's probably buried somewhere too so I'm just thinking about this ego and I'm like damn my ego is what holds me back from the things that I want and as I'm crying on the floor with this realization I stop There's something over me. I could barely see it. Formless as it were. No face, not humanoid. Okay. It shimmered. Just a bit. Just enough. Not shimmered like a light. Shimmered like clear. I see it. I am instantly silenced when this thing is in front of me. I don't grab it, but it grabs hold of me.
my body begins to shake. I go to sleep. I wake up. Nothing on my body is hurt. I take off my hoodie and my pants and I go to sleep. And that's when I would say I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I did not catch anything. I yielded. I allowed something to flow. The rest has been me listening. No, the rest has not been me listening. The struggle after has been me listening to myself and seeing the situation for what it is or me lying to myself and seeing the situation for what I want it to be. That has been the entire rest of my life up until this point. I listen to myself more than I lie to myself. And I hope that God you do too. Yeah. Um So if you hold me dear, if you love me, those three things, those three experiences are the reason why. Now before that based on my upbringing, based on things I read, based on how my mother and father spoke to me about the unknown, how I was taught just to treat people. Did that have a part to play? Of course. But the experiences that let me know that there is truly something greater than myself, greater than all of us, are those three things. I could just say, hey, this is the religion I subscribe to, but I don't really subscribe to a religion 
There is one God, there is one truth, there is one freedom, but I do not subscribe to a religion. Prayer is key. Prayer without ceasing. Boy, that'll change your life. Prayer without ceasing might be neck and neck with the wrath of God changing your life. With karma incarnate coming for you. Full speed, no brakes, all gas, all sweat, no sheen. Not made up and dressed. All sweat, no sheen. All money, no dream. I love all of you. Um, man. My greatest teachers thus far have been these people. I'm just going to speak to my adult life. In no particular order. Jeannie Mayo. Joyisha Khan. Mark Haston. Mm. And of course experience. <laughs> But um, those that I'm doing this for would be my ladies and Kyle. I love you. I love y'all especially. Um, not romantically either, but I love you guys especially. There's a long list of women that I could name. But those that have been most pivotal. Um, most ethereal. Man, I, I, I just want to call all of you guys Elizabeth. Because it's like, it's like a team, it's literally just a team of loving women supporting me out the woodwork. Just supporting me, man, in any way I need. Just loving me, wanting me to grow. Wow. And then there's Kyle. Not speaking on family, of course. 
my father is in a league of his own. I would never compare him to anybody who walks this motherfucking earth. But for those who I see day to day that give me the love, the positive energy I require, that is all my ladies. Uh, damn it. I just, I have to name at least, at least a few. Emma, Ashley, Anias. I don't want to name anybody's wife because that could get real sketchy real quick. But if you know, you know. I love you guys. Uh, if you made it this far, first and foremost, I'd like to congratulate you. Um... But I just wanted to make, record, whatever, uh, release this to let you know um, not a particular way of thinking is correct, but that if you had any doubts, that there was anything out there greater than yourself, there is definitely. And if you don't believe anything is out there, but you trust my word, but for some reason are still skeptical as you listen in this moment, I would ask you, have I ever lied to you? And then I would ask, Have you ever lied to me? I love you all. I will leave you with this. More meat to grind. Soldier for a step. He shall soon see divine. Quiet as it's kept. As they creep through your mind. Skimming it at best. You will leave dreams behind. Slaving for a check. Until next time, wherever that may be, peace.